0: Harvard helps a tree to tweet that story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm
1: Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water.
0: There are large fires burning all over the planet, from the Canary Islands to Alaska to Siberia to Greenland.
1: But most attention this week was on the 70,000 fires burning in the Amazon. French President Emmanuel Macron tweeted the following, Our house is burning, literally. The Amazon rainforest, the lungs which produce 20% of our planet's oxygen, is on fire.
0: Al Jazeera reports that parts of Brazil have experienced more than an 80% increase in the number of fires so far this year compared to 2018.
1: Brazil's Space Research Agency rejected claims by President Jair Bolsonaro that this year's dry conditions were abnormal and were responsible for the enormous fires.
0: A researcher told Reuters that the fires have been started by humans. Loggers and ranchers have been clearing land for cattle.
1: The European Union threatened to impose trade restrictions on Brazil, which is the world's largest exporter of beef. Late last week, Bolsonaro pledged to mobilize the army to help combat the fires, even though he initially blamed non-governmental organizations for setting the blazes.
0: Russia launched a floating nuclear power station last week, which is set to travel 3,000 miles across the Arctic Ocean.
1: CNN reports that the ship is part of a plan to provide electric power to remote Russian regions, including offshore oil rigs.
0: The ship has generated worries about its safety based on two recent deadly accidents involving the country's nuclear power, one killing 14 sailors and the other five scientists.
1: Environmentalists are also concerned. Floating nuclear power Power stations could be vulnerable to storms and approaching
0: vessels. But it's not so much the design of the plant that worries some, as much as Russia's lack of transparency. The government is very slow to release information after accidents and does not allow local authorities to respond properly to disasters.
1: While most are aware that sea levels will rise with global warming, a new study shows that the direction and height of waves along coastlines will shift if nothing is done to keep temperatures below 2 degrees Celsius.
0: Waves are generated by surface winds, and their patterns will be altered with warming, affecting more than half of the world's coastlines.
1: The study, published in the journal Nature Climate Change, shows that the height of waves in the southern ocean will increase but there will be decreases in the northern Atlantic and portions of the Pacific.
0: Some areas will see the height of waves remain the same, but their frequency will change. This can alter the force exerted on coastlines and infrastructure and in some cases will lead to increased flooding.
1: As Science Daily reports, changes in wave behavior can cause erosion, affect how sand moves along beaches, and impact coastal ecosystems.
0: And as coastlines are affected by sea level rise, the question is no longer whether some communities will have to move out of harm's way, but when and how.
1: Those are the thoughts of A.R. Siders of the University of Delaware, who, with two others, make the case for something called managed retreat which is relocating people out of floodplains and away from areas vulnerable to storm surges.
0: But relocating communities in response to natural hazards and climate impacts is highly controversial. No matter the circumstances, moving is hard, they write in the journal Science, People have chosen where to live for a reason, and it is often difficult to find a place to move that meets all their social, cultural, and financial requirements. For
1: that reason, retreats need to be strategically planned. Usually after a disaster, relocation occurs inefficiently and haphazardly. The authors point to residents of Staten Island who moved from one floodplain to another after Hurricane Sandy.
0: Retreats may not be necessary for many years or even decades, but preparing for the long term will help avoid development in at-risk areas. As the authors note, Marine Corps General Oliver Smith once said, We're not retreating. We're just advancing in a different direction.
1: And finally, if trees could express their feelings about climate change, what would they say? Well, as of July 17th, we know because one of them is tweeting.
0: The witness tree, as it's known, is a 99-year-old red oak nestled in the Harvard Forest in Massachusetts. Standing over 80 feet tall, the tree is not unlike others in the university's research woodland, except for a collection of wires, sensors, cameras, and a Twitter account.
1: According to the Harvard Gazette, dendrometers on the tree measure its growth in real time, providing insights not only into its health but also how it stores carbon and helps remove CO2 from the atmosphere.
0: Sensors also measure sap and water flow within its trunk. This information helps researchers understand how climate, particularly extreme events such as heat waves and drought, affect water use and nutrient transport in a tree.
1: Then, using the data collected, a custom-built computer program
0: translates it into tweets. The witness tree's first one read, Yesterday it was very hot, with a daily average of 27 degrees Celsius. It was the 24th hottest day I can remember.
1: Two days later, it remarked about its trunk growth and explained that the late wood rings it was producing are darker because they contain more carbon.
0: The project, undertaken by two researchers at Harvard, was inspired by the book Witness Tree, written by journalist Linda Mapes. Lead researcher Tim Rademacher hopes the Twitter feed will inspire people to get involved, and he envisions an Internet of Trees, gathering data across the world to educate about the role forests play in protecting life on Earth.
1: To see the tweets, go to at a witness tree on Twitter where among other arboreal information, you can get an answer to the timeless question, if a tree falls in a forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association. Discuss solutions for protecting and managing aging infrastructure at WIC 19. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash water infrastructure.